0: Seriously, maybe go sacrifice an animal. Hey folks, I'm here with another installment of Horror Happy Hour, Halloween Edition. Today, we're going to toast Halloween with a beer I've actually already had on the show. um, Dawn of the Dead Red by Ninkasi, but it's just too apropos. It needs to be here for this, because we're going to talk about Halloween and the dead. So, cheers. Cheers. All right, let's get right into it. Halloween actually got its start as a Celtic festival around 2,000 years ago with a festival called Samhain. For non-geography buffs, much like myself, uh, the Celts occupied territory in Ireland, the UK, and France. The Celts actually celebrated the new year on November 1st uh, instead of January 1st, because the winter is when people died and they didn't want people to die at the end of the year, apparently. So they celebrated Samhain on November 1st, over the new year. Celts believed that the divide between the dead and the living uh, basically disappeared during Samhain, between the old year and the new one. So the dead walked free. And much like modern teenagers, they caused a lot of mischief. So naturally, the Celts and the Druids decided that they would have huge bonfires where they would roast harvest crops uh, and live animals. Uh, and then go ahead and wear animal heads and animal skins, because of course that's what you'd do um, to scare off the dead. Exactly what we'd all do in that situation, obviously. So then when the Romans conquered the Celts by about 43 AD, they started to blend a lot of their holidays together. Two of the holidays in particular. I know I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, but the first one was Feralia, which was a celebration of the dead. And second was the celebration of Pomona, which was the goddess of fruits and trees, um, and she was actually represented by an apple, which may be where apple bobbing came from as a Halloween tradition, which was always kind of weird to everybody, and I'm not really sure why no one's questioning that yet. Then in 609, the Catholic Church created All-Martyrs' Day, which eventually became All-Saints' Day because they wanted to include saints. By the 9th century, Christianity had spread into almost all Celtic rites, and November 2nd became All-Souls' Day. And All Souls Day is, of course, a day to honor the dead. So we're coming full circle again, except this time we're honoring them instead of fearing them. We're just basically back to Feralia. But All Souls Day was actually celebrated similar to Samhain, where people would throw bonfires and dress up like saints, angels, and devils. But, you know, without the animal heads this time, I think. All Souls Day also eventually became known as All Hallows or All Hallowmas, which is from the Middle English word All Hollow Massey. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that correctly, Um, but in Middle English, which basically just means All Hallows Day. And of course, the night before All Hallows Day was All Hallows Eve, which eventually became Halloween. But it was still a long time before Halloween became the celebration that we all know and love today. In the early colonial days in America, Um, The first versions of Halloween were only celebrated by non-Protestants, so basically not New England. During these celebrations, they would have bonfires, public parties to celebrate the harvest, they'd tell stories of the dead, recurring theme here, um, dance and sing, whatever, that's the lame stuff. And, of course, plenty of ghost stories and mischief would erupt from these celebrations. Then in the latter half of the 19th century, Uh, the Irish began to come to America en masse because of the Great Potato Famine. Well, once the Irish started coming to America, they actually spread Halloween across the entire country, and it became more of a national celebration. Eventually, Americans started celebrating Halloween more like their European ancestors. They actually began going from house to house, dressed up in costume, asking for food or money, which eventually became known as trick-or-treating. Apparently, young women even thought that they could divine the name of their future husband by playing with yarn, doing tricks with apples, and looking into mirrors. So we haven't come very far. Then of course, in the late 1800s, puritanical America tried to steer Halloween away from being a frightening or grotesque holiday and more into a community celebration around the harvest. What's the fun in that? Basically, they wanted it to be less frightening for people, Um, which eventually sort of drove the supernatural elements and religious elements out of the holiday. But by the 1920s, trick-or-treating began coming back and kids who were not offered a treat would actually play a trick on the houses that didn't give it to them. Basically, vandalism. So you better damn well believe that families started preparing for Halloween by having treats ready to give the kids, otherwise they would wind up with an egg on their house. And that's why Halloween is now a $6 billion holiday in America every single year. So there you have it. When you take out the commercialism, the story of Halloween traced back to Samhain actually hasn't changed all that much. It's the day where the dead can cross over into the land of the living and cause mischief. And we try to scare them away using certain tactics. You can try to pretend that we're celebrating, but let's be honest, we're scared of shit. I mean, Halloween is the one night every year where the dead can roam free and do as they please and cause chaos and trickery and whatever they want to do. Do I believe it? I don't know, man. But I know for sure I'm not going to mess with 4000 years of this shit. Where are the ghostbusters at? Cheers folks. Have a great Halloween. Enjoy yourself and try to avoid those ghosts. Seriously. Maybe go sacrifice an animal. I don't know. Enjoy. Uh, it's in my